garden plots with Skeletor. And we have only a short window before we're inevitably interrupted, so before that, I would like to take this opportunity to say, Riley? Yes? How dare you be mad at me? I am the one who has been wronged! What if I went behind your back and told your Nana how excellent your Uno cheating skills have become, hmm? Would you not feel like I had betrayed you? And we're done talking. Oh, is it the nerding hour already? Apparently it is the hour for Hordak to butt in where he isn't wanted, which is anywhere. I thought this might be a good time for us to go over some of my improv for evil villains slides. I think the creativity it generates would really help you do more lateral thinking. If you want to get suckered into team building, you go right ahead, but I won't be lured in with your snake oil. After that last batch you sold me, I now realize that the serpents in my lair require no additional lubrication. See? Stale linear thinking. Is this the kind of stuff he's teaching you, Riley? I'm sure your parents wanted you to have a better evil education than this. I don't think they want me to have an evil education at all. Ry-Ry, you know we just want what's best for you. Ry-Ry! Shut up! It's what I used to call myself before I could say my name. It was adorable. I'm sure I have a picture of her at that age somewhere. Nope, nope, nope. Now, Uncle Hordak, the sooner this is over, the sooner I can go home and spend my time cramming for the evil exams. So we should just get through this. There are no exams, just practicals. Have you forgotten everything we've talked about? Right, yeah, the practicals, obviously. The evil practicals. I'm going to stay here and supervise. I don't want you picking up the wrong lessons from this bonehead. You need dependable, steady, evil influences in your life. Not the ravings of a gardener with a chip on his shoulder. No offense, Skills. Why would I be offended? I knew you'd understand. I'll just be over here on the chaise lounge. Remember, dependable, steady, evil influences. I'll show you evil. If you want to talk about the purest form of evil, the form of evil so foul that it taints everything it touches, look no further than cilantro. Admittedly, not everyone hates this loathsome soft herb, but those who don't hate it are wrong. I've always enjoyed cilantro. It's the secret ingredient in my gazpacho. That sentence shows you know nothing about secrets or gazpacho. And my point stands. Cilantro tastes fine to some. Some who are wrong. To the rest of us, it tastes of soap, because we have the genetic marker to detect aldehyde, a compound which is found in, naturally, soap. That's why it tastes gross. It's foul. It's like chewing on a grass washcloth. Yeah, it's like if soap got moldy somehow. Like licking a freshly laundered weed. Exactly. Right? It's gratifying to know that at least one person is on my side. Really? Despite that person being a prevaricating deceiver of the first degree who would rather go to Queen Marlena than just admit that her rubber plant was ailing. You know what? I don't even regret it. Her advice worked, and, bonus, I didn't have to deal with her telling me what an idiot I was. She sent me a signed 8x10. I have lots of signed 8x10s! Who wants a signed 8x10 of a jerk? Hey, how about rather than trying to figure out who is always a short-sighted jerk, or who should really be interning in Etheria with a real villain in order to prepare for a bright future as a top-tier overlord? Instead, why don't you just, oh, I don't know, go to this week's sponsor? No, not on your command, which means nothing here. Instead, because I say so, this week's sponsor is... This can't be right. It is. Tell me this is some sick joke. It isn't. I won't do it. 
I have already paid you. I don't care. Why in Eternia would you think that taking your money would bother me? It would be the best part of your visit. Because I use Horde's corporate credit card. And if you piss Horde Prime off, he won't loan you the insane weapony device. And you will have to put up with my visiting for nothing. Just the sheer joy of my presence. The depths of my loathing for you cannot be measured. Beautiful. That is poetry to my ears. Almost as much as hearing this week's sponsor of Garden Plots is... Hate is so much. Come on, say it. Fine. This week's Garden Plots is sponsored by Hordak. Great, good work, buddy. But I'm not feeling you selling it. Maybe you can give it a little more oomph with the rest of the ad copy. What rest of the ad copy? I don't see anything. You are holding it. No, I'm not. I'm holding what used to be a piece of paper before I magically reduced it to ash. You used a lighter. It's in your palm. Eh, it's fine. I think I'll sell it better myself anyway. Scooch over, Skelebro. Scooch? Skelebro? Are you looking to turn your life around? Want to be a winner? Are you looking to optimize your meager, insidious inclinations and transform them into quantifiable, marketable, diabolical skills? Of course you are. And now, thanks to my new easy-to-follow 237-step plan, which I call the Hordak Method, you can. It's so easy, I think even this sad sack rotting plant here could do it. You leave my peace lily out of this. I was talking about you. Anyway, the Hordak Method can show you how to maximize your perfidious potential by subsuming your will to the Horde. As a cog in a corporate machine, you'll be part of a successful malevolent megalith that has a multi-global influence. Not a very important part, but be honest with yourself. If you could handle the pressure of independent thought, you wouldn't be the abject failure you are today, would you? Within the first week of signing up for the Hordak method, you'll start receiving invaluable lesson plans like Obey the Horde, the power of positive not thinking, and Corporate Synergy, a definitely real and meaningful concept. Before long, you'll be ready to actualize your ambitions with more advanced lessons like Incentivize Vertical Integration. It's more than just a trendy buzzword, it's three trendy buzzwords. You can't put a price on trading like this, but I can. And as soon as you sign a legally binding contract to purchase the Hordak method, I'll tell you what that price is and what the penalties are should you forfeit a payment. So contact the Horde today and tell them Hordak sent you. And remember, I'm not selling a promise. I'm selling the promise of a promise. I feel like I need a shower. Go with that impulse. The importance of good hygiene is lesson number 44 in the Hordak method. Ugh. And with that disgusting corporate drivel coating us all, I insist that we move on. And I am not done berating the existence of cilantro! That said, it does have the occasional use. For example, poison. Well, it isn't poisonous, really, but it might as well be! Growing cilantro is not something you can do in hotter weather unless you have a cool corner of your garden that's partially shaded. Plant seeds a quarter of an inch deep and water regularly, and in under two months, you'll have a small army of disgusting herbage to foist on the unsuspecting. A favorite trick of mine is to pass it off as flat-leaf parsley. As long as your victim doesn't sniff or look too closely, this ruse will usually work. Harvest at least once a week, and make sure to sow additional seeds every three weeks to ensure you have a continuous supply. Now, if you're the kind of cretin that actually enjoys the foul taste of mulchy soap, you are in luck, because a fan, faithful, Loyal, and thus far, non-betrayer Lucas has offered a drink using cilantro. Ordinarily, I would rather let Beastman attempt to give me a manicure than consume something with cilantro in it, but given that I am currently tortured with unwanted company and treacherous minions, 
I will make an exception. Hello, Skeletor and plotters. It's Lucas again. I've heard through the grapevine that you might not be feeling your usual self at the moment, Skeletor, so I've decided to send over a cocktail recipe so you can use spirits to lift your spirits. We'll also be taking inspiration from the garden with a little friend that you might know as cilantro, but I call coriander. This sprightly little herb gets a bad rap, and I'll tell you why. For some people, roughly 10% of the population, cilantro tastes like soap. This is a variation in a group of olfactor receptor genes that allows them to strongly perceive the soapy-flavored aldehydes in cilantro leaves. But I like to think of it as an easy way to find out which of your friends have taste and are worth keeping around. By introducing a little bit of cilantro into a drink or food, you can quickly find out who enjoys it and who is wrong. Cilantro is also a great companion to sweet or spicy flavors. So no matter how big the punch of a drink, cilantro always has your back, which is more than I can say for some people I know. What you want to do is you want to take some pineapple, slice it up, either take it fresh or from a can, coat the sides with brown sugar, and grill it in a dry pan until the sugar caramelizes. Don't just eat it right away. I know you'll be tempted. Take three or four of those slices, along with a tablespoon of chopped cilantro, and mush it, either with a muddler, a wooden spoon, or, if desperate, a blender. Put about two ounces into the bottom of a shaker, and then add ice. Pour in two ounces of tequila, one ounce of Cointreau, a tablespoon of simple syrup or agave nectar, and shake vigorously for about 30 seconds. Strain into a cocktail glass, garnish with a leftover wedge of pineapple, and a sprig of cilantro. Watch closely as your trusted friends enjoy a tasty beverage, and those sneaky buggers you always knew were there run for the hills. You never needed them anyway. Keep up the good work. Sincerely, Lucas. I spoke too soon. Apparently Lucas is pro-cilantro and thus every bit the betrayer I always knew that he, and ultimately everyone, would prove to be. Disliking cilantro is the sign of taste and discernment. Discernment! Hard disagree. That said, because I am inescapably beset on all sides at the moment, I am willing to try this drink if it promises even one second of peace. Merman! Hey, Moist McGee. We need your drink-mixing skills in here. Don't, Don't say, say moist. moist! Why, it's just a word. Because, because Riley hate it. hates it. Wait, you care that I hate it? I care that you whine about it and your whines are annoying. See? You can't just be nice about anything. One, niceness is for suckers. Two, if you're going to harp upon niceness, I haven't fed you to Panthor for your perfidy, which I'd say is unbelievably nice of me. No feeding my niece to pets. Unlikely. Panther meows for hours if you try to feed him anything other than canned fishy fun bites. He has sensitive digestion, and the point stands. Did you just call for me? I heard someone say fishy fun bites, and I thought maybe you were trying out a new nickname. Look, Finface, there's a drink recipe we need you to make. Wrong. There's a drink recipe I need you to make. I have, thank Grayskull, a drink from a cilantro apologist named Lucas, and I need five of them immediately. Merman, bring me a stock pot of this cocktail. Be sure to put an umbrella in it. If you have enough left over, you may make one for Hordak. No umbrella for me, thanks, Murgai. They slow down my chug. Yes, just put a sprinkling of creatine powder on the rim. I'm sure that's more Hordak speed. Excellent idea. Make sure you use the special brand I bought, Merman, not the cheap swill Skeletor uses. It's over on top of the wet bar. Okie dokie, the wet bar, eh? 
Where, where I come from, we just call this the bar. You know, because my realm is underwater, so everything there is just assumed to be. All right, then. Uh, let's see what we have here. We're a little pressed for time, so instead of grilling the pineapple, I'm just going to caramelize the sugar a little bit with this butane torch. We won't get quite the same depth of flavor, but the effect should be similar. All right, now it's time to mash the pineapple and cilantro up. It's a pretty tough job, but I think I'll muddle through. Nothing? Eh, fair enough. And a little bit of Cointreau. I'm glad you guys sprang for the good stuff. In a pinch, you could use just regular triple sec for this, but this has a little bit more of a kick, and I think you can taste the difference. Say, these are coming out pretty good. I octupled the recipe, so you could almost use a regular-sized umbrella for the decoration on these. And, uh, here you go. Hmm. This is... not terrible. Yes, it is ever so slightly reminiscent of bubble bath, but in a fun and fruity way that doesn't make me incandescent with rage, so... that's novel? Are we supposed to eat this garnish? Sure. Normally, I'd actually char one of these jalapenos and add that to the garnish as well. Like Lucas said, a drink like this has enough flavor that it can stand up to a little heat. Plus, it would offset the sweetness of the pineapple. But Skeletor doesn't enjoy spiciness. No, he can't handle it, can he? Hand me one of those peppers, Gilhead. I'll take it off your hands since Skeletor can't take the heat. I can too. Just because I don't want my taste budge singed beyond recognition doesn't mean I can't handle spicy foods. Maybe you'll join me in taking a big bite of jalapeno then. Oh, no problem at all. In fact, I'll take an extra large bite just to make sure I get enough heat. I'll eat the whole thing. Don't want to let any of that pepper go to waste. I wouldn't recommend eating the seeds and veins. Shut up, merman. I'm impervious to a few measly Scoville units. Mmm. <clears throat> Refreshing. Yes, very. It's... <coughs> it does... <clears throat> have a little bit of a kick. Barely feel it. It only stings slightly. Maybe more of a bite than a kick. Sweating already? I can't even tell I was eating a pepper. Your eyes are watering. So are yours. Oh, the back of my eyes feel spicy. Oh my god. Your faces are just leaking. Do you need some tissues or something? No, I'm fine. I just need some liquid. Oh god, I can't even see my drink. Just put it in my hand. Ah, uh, I can feel it in my nose. Hot. Ugh, too hot. Spicy. Eyes. Stupid chili. Cursed. Pepper. Ugh. That's better. I told you, you couldn't handle it. Neither could you. Ugh. I can't feel my face. Can you ever feel your face? Rude. Doesn't answer the question. Maybe it's contagious. I can't feel my face either. Oh, that's definitely the alcohol. You just did drink like a pitcher each. I'm surprised you're still talking. Like he ever shuts up. I'm the one with a podcast. Owned. He's got you there. Podcast. I have to do Will It Kill Beastman. Will It Kill Beastman. I don't even have a plan to talk about. I see these peppers just sitting here. I think maybe, Skills, you do have a plan to talk about. <laughs> I like the way you think, Hordak. Beastman!
Yes, your evil ships. Eat this chili for reasons. Beastman reasons. <laughs> Don't do it. Wait, that's a plant. You're telling me to eat a plant? I am telling you to eat this plant. Seriously, don't do it. Sorry, Riley. I have to. For plants. And how is it? Feeling hot under the collar? No, it's just crunchy. There's a hint of sweet piquancy that lends to the overall flavor and even a slight tang of citrus on the tongue. This... It is a good plant. That's it. Try the Serrano. Mm, mm, mm. Tingly. Like if a jade plant just felt a little stingy instead of poisonous. Oh, I was just looking for something to amuse myself with while my manicure dries. I thought I would annoy Skeletor. But I get to look at Hordak in the bargain. It really is my lucky day. This chaise longue is big enough for two? No. Uh, thank you. I'll stand over here so I can appreciate the view. Are you two just feeding Beastman for fun? I guess. Nothing poisonous, anyway. All you feel is a slight sting. Uh, what about this habanero? Hmm. Tastes like burning sunshine. Why can't the parlor palm taste like this? Stop biting the parlor palm. You're too soft on them, Scales. You're not even running enough of an evil enterprise here to keep them from biting your own plants. Where's your sense of self-respect? Where's your sense of evil? Ha! I've heard about what shenanigans go on in the Horde in between your failures to take over Etheria. And anyway, I'm just as evil as you. More evil. <laughs> oh, that's adorable. I wish Horde Prime could hear you now. <laughs> it's precious. Thought you got that deviated septum fixed. Overlords without noses shouldn't bring it up. Overlord? You're barely an evil mill manager. I can evil you under the table anytime, Skilleturd. Oh, you're on, Snordak. If you're ready to lose, that is. I never lose. Especially not at Tetherball. Tetherball it is! I am totally gonna kick your skeleton butt. God, you're the worst villain cliche. <laughs> hey, Riley. Hordak said butt. Thanks, Beastman, but I'm just not feeling it right now. Okay, Riley. <laughs> you said butt. <laughs> you, all of you, dumb. Dumbest distest. Pah. You think your minions are so dumb? You have no idea. My minions are even dumber than you can possibly imagine. You take that back. When you slight my minions by saying they are not the dumbest beings in the known universe, then you have gone too far. Now, watch me teach you how to tether some balls. Ready to come watch me win, babe? I would never miss the chance to see those gorgeous, muscly... Uh, muscles of yours. Glinting gently in the sunset, rippling like the strong undulations of the ocean. But if you call me babe again, I will be forced to turn you into sentient Toland. For legal reasons. 
Just a warning. Ooh. <laughs> Guess the peppers aren't the only thing that's spicy. <laughs> yes. Aren't you clever? Let's go. Hey, Evelyn, hang on just a second. Sure, but make it fast. This is going to be hilarious. The type of schadenfreude that will keep me warm at night for years. It's none of my business, but you should just know that Hordak chews with his mouth open, and also he's a real jerk, like, in general. Aw, sweetie. I know. I'm not actually interested in Hordak. I just like to flirt with him because it's a very easy way to get on Skeletor's nerves. He hates it when anyone gets any sort of attention except him. But that was sweet of you to mention. Well, it is pretty easy to get Skeletor upset, obviously. Yes, but to get him truly volcanically angry and then into a weeks-long pout? I have to tell you, I am very impressed. You did it so well. <sighs> I didn't do this to personally ruin his life or anything. My god, that's even more impressive. I don't like to compliment other people, but you're a natural at pissing him off. Do you think that's part of being a teenager, or will you keep it for the rest of your life? Well, he's a natural pissing me off. I was just trying to keep this plan alive and not get him into one of his tirades about how everyone else is a failure. But he loves those tirades. Maybe it sucks to be on the receiving end of one. Of course, he never bothers to think about that. It's all about his stupid feelings. Oh, yes. I mean, obviously. I assume that was common knowledge. Why do you think I never listened to him? I know I'm wonderful, and whether or not Skeletor ever admits that, well, I'm not going to trust the opinion of someone who still thinks that cowls are fashionable. Even Hordak knows better. Yeah, but it sucks. Ah, you see, but that's the beauty of Skeletor. You can be yourself, and he's going to be exactly the same, no matter what. None of us is ever going to make him happy, so we're free to do whatever we like. What's he going to do? Be more the way he is? I... I don't know. I mean, I get it. I get what you're saying. And you know, I do feel like I'm myself and that I'm, well, obviously I'm awesome. But I just don't know that I can keep feeling awesome if there's someone that I... Oh god. Do I respect him? That can't be right. But I do kind of not hate him? As a person? But I just don't know that I can keep feeling awesome and be told I'm a disappointment at the same time. I'll let you in on a little secret. If he didn't like you, he wouldn't be nearly this upset. Not that that excuses his petulant behavior. That... I want that to help, but it doesn't. Look, here's the thing about Skeletor, and pretty much anyone like him, really. There's more like him? Not quite so uh, theatrical, but yes. Anyway, you can either just let them be the way they are, and knowing who they are, manipulate them to your advantage... That's my favorite, and I'm going to put in a strong recommendation for that route. Or you can talk to them calmly, if you can, and try to find a way of making them see your point of view, and, if not change fully, make some steps towards recognizing and appreciating you as an actual person who has wants and needs separate from their own. This is very hard, and therefore I have never tried it. Or you can part ways. I've taken that path a few times usually through the banishment or disincorporation of the other party, so all in all, it has its satisfactions also. Do you have a way to banish Skeletor? Oh, you adorable child. Do you think Skeletor would still be here if I did? 
I don't think I want him gone. I just want things to be better. Oof. Sounds like you're looking at the hard work option. Ish. He's the one who needs to fix this. Best of luck on that. But I will say in a moment of rare optimism, and don't you dare tell anyone, that there is a chance that he could. He does like Panthor, after all. And Bodrak. Who? His Calathea. The one he has a picture of on his desk. Oh, is that what that is? I thought maybe it was the leader of some plant planet he vanquished or something. Well, you've bothered to get to know him. For your sake, I think he should do the same. Thanks, Evelyn. That's actually nice. However, for my sake, I hope you make him so angry that he explodes. Well, as you say, I am a natural. Hey, can we use this portable recording stuff? I've always wanted to try my webbed clawed sportscasting. Not to toot my old conch shell, but I've often been told I have the perfect voice for radio. We did just get new portable equipment. Yes, you did. And Skeletor would hate for me to let you all use it. Yes, he would. So, that's a yes, right? Anytime someone says that Skeletor would hate something, that usually means we're going to do it. Here's the key to the equipment room. Go wild. Great! Better warm up with a few tongue twisters. Fish fried fresh. Fresh fried fish. Fish fried fresh. Fresh fried fish. Shira sells seashells by the seashore. I'll see you guys tomorrow, I guess. Whenever Skeletor is ready to record the ending. Not gonna lie, a little bit of me is really gonna enjoy watching him be miserable and hungover tomorrow. Showing all that evil potential. Hordak would be so proud. Ugh. I'm so sick of those idiots and their stupid rivalry. I hope they both lose. And we are recording live from the first annual Snake Mountain Tetherball Invitational Championship. My name's Merman, and joining me is Beastman. Beastman, any color commentary? Oh, orange. Great call, Beastman. The tetherball does indeed appear to be an orangish color. Unless you were referring to the color of your own fur. Either way, it looks like things are about to get underway here at Snake Mountain. The opponents are lurching their way confidently towards the tetherball pole. Hordak stops to remove his cape. He realizes he isn't wearing a cape and tries to pretend he was just stretching. Classic opening gambit, but Skeletor isn't falling for it. It did look like he was going to fall down, though. It sure did, Beastman. So, who do you like in this contest? Oh, uh, I uh, like Skeletor better. I mean, he yells at me sometimes, and he puts me in the moth cage. But Hordak uses words like paradigm and synergy. Plus, he wears that big red W on his tummy, and, um... I'm starting to think that Hordak doesn't even start with a W. I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be a bat. Oh, is Hordak a bat? I'm not sure. Well, it looks like things are about to get started. Local favorite Skeletor has the serve. He's holding the ball in one hand. He looks a little bit confused. He's going for the big wind up with his other arm, and he misses the ball. Oh! And his momentum made him spin around in a little circle, and now he's getting dizzy and has to sit down. Not a strong start. I think bats have wings. They're in the Flappity family. Well, whether or not he might be an anthropomorphic bat, 
Hordak does have the ball, and it looks like he's not quite sure what to do with it. Do you think he is going to eat the ball? Well, Beastman, that would certainly be a surprising tactic, but who can say for sure what's going through the minds of these titans of tetherball? Oh, Hordak seems to have decided on a plan. It looks like he's... Yes, Hordak has forgotten what sport he is playing. He's turning away from the pole and attempting to throw the ball through a nearby basketball hoop. That's not going to work. Oh, it certainly didn't. The ball reached the end of its rope and then it came back and hit Hordak in the head. He seems dazed now and... Yes, he's sitting down. Rookie mistake. See, that wouldn't happen if he ate the ball. Great point, Beastman. Looks like Skeletor's back on his feet. He's a little woozy, but he's approaching the ball. Looks like he's trying for a different approach here. Instead of hitting the tether ball, Skeletor is yelling at the ball and accusing it of betraying him. A crafty move by the wily veteran. Now he's attempting to kick the ball and... Okay, he's fallen down again. Right on his butt. <laughs> Hordak is pointing and laughing now. Oh, but that overconfidence might cost him. Hordak is snorting with laughter pretty loudly now. I don't think he's getting enough air. I think you're right, Beastman, because it looks like Hordak has just fallen asleep. This could be a real advantage for Skeletor. Let's see if he can capitalize. The evil overlord has summoned his Havoc staff and is using it to rise to his feet. Smart decision. Not lying down could really tip the balance of this contest in his favor. Oh dear, he's taken his hand off the staff to point angrily at the ball and... Yes, he's fallen down again. And he's vomiting. I don't remember Skeletor eating anything that color. I don't think I've ever seen that color before. It might be a new color. Are they done? Playing tetherball or vomiting? Tetherball. Then, yes, I think so. For the other thing, not even close. So I guess I can turn off these crowd noises now. You wanna go draw stuff on Hordak's face? Yeah, okay. Hey, Whiplash, go get those Sharpies you're always sniffing. Garden Plots with Skeletor is written by Marissa Bond, Megan Bob, and Nathaniel Hubbard, and edited by Dan Mulcairn. Our theme song is Daydream by Rafael Medina, and our logo was created by Kit Mulcairn. Skeletor is played by Dan Mulcairn. Riley is played by Kit Mulcairn. Beastman is played by Rafael Medina. Merman is played by Nathaniel Hubbard. Evelyn is played by Marissa Bond. Hordak is played by Chris Sims. Drink Recipe created and read by Lucas Brown. Additional music from filmmusic.io by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com used under a Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 international license. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe and all associated characters are property of their owners. You can reach us at gardenplotswithskeletor at gmail.com, on Tumblr at gardenplotswithskeletor.tumblr.com, or on Twitter at garden underscore plots. You can donate to Skeletor schemes on Ko-fi at ko-fi.com slash garden plots with Skeletor. Thank you for listening.